Last time on Scattered Abroad. Years ago, God was preparing a place for me here on earth as it is in heaven for me to see him and get to know him and fall in love with him and being at this program called Women at the Well and knowing that God brought me there. Submitting to God in a brokenhearted state. I can't go back, I guess, you know, like there's, there really is no going back now that I know the world won't satisfy. So even the little steps that I try to wander off and take outside of the perfect way of God, they're rotten garbage in comparison, you know? Wow. What a, what a, a story. I, I, I really saw you come to life and sharing that, to be honest, just like hearing literally how like God reached to the depths to, to grab you. And it, it came in the, the form of other people's hands. Like you, you said, you got to that altar and you're like, how did I even get here? And it's like, yeah. God was taking care of you. And that's just, that's miraculous. That's amazing. You know? And it just goes to show that, um, even though you, in your own words, your mind was not clear. It wasn't sober um, in, in both a physical and spiritual sense. Right. And it's not like God forgot about you, right? right? And it's not that he wasn't able to maybe even truly see your heart's desire to want something better for yourself. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. To the listeners, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and and so I, I would even um ask you, do you have just like a short packaged piece of advice that you would give to anyone who does find themselves in those kind of chains, whether it's uh, you know, something that's disrupting their entire life externally, or whether it's something small that they're cherishing, what packaged advice would you give to that person? Um, it's hard to offer advice to somebody who is chained, like rather than just, I would get, I would say the message of hope, uh, just to hear this as your message of hope, um, that there is freedom, that there's freedom from those chains. And um, I feel more comfortable giving advice to the people who, who are praying for deliverance for their like loved ones and stuff, not to give up. Mm. Um, I, I would definitely attribute uh, the power of, of prayer and um, stuff to to the miracles of God in my life. Um, like even I'd struggle sometimes to answer or to respond well, whenever maybe people, especially local people, like I work at a frame shop in Athens now, and, uh, that, those are more just miracles really that God lined up stuff. I didn't have to fight hard for or whatever. I just had to trust. I just had to trust God and let him open doors for me. And, uh, you know, me be willing to walk through them humbly, you know, and, um, accept his, uh, 
accept his gift and value and cherish his gift, that it was enough and that it's enough and that his provisions for me are enough and um, overcome uh, shame or that like mentality that where I'm at isn't enough or where he wants me to be and that he wants to use me like right where I'm at. But it's hard sometimes when I'm at the frame shop or whatever, and um, there's a few artists that go and work with women at the well. And so people will be flipping through stuff or whatever um, artwork and asking questions about things. Oh, well, women at the well made that or whatever, you know. And uh, if I ever share or, you know, try to be a witness or anything like that and share about completing the program at women at the well or getting delivered from drugs or something like that. When I hear somebody say congratulations, you know, or try to give me some form of like an accolade, it's very hard for me to know how to respond to them because I know they're trying to be nice and I know they're trying to be encouraging and uplifting, but it just feels like I had nothing to do with it, you know, <laughs> like, it's just hard for me to say, yeah, thank you, like, uh, because God was my deliverer, mm-hmm. and so I didn't have to say, you know what, I'm going to beat this, I'm going to overcome the addiction, and now in my walk with God, I do have to choose to bring things before him, lay him at his altar, ask him to search me, reveal to me, wicked ways or um, stuff like that I do have to work through things now at this point but at that point I was so bound up I could not decide he had to he had to do it God had to set me free from some of those bondages in order for me to experience the freedom in Christ so um, like I said it's hard it's uh, and that's why it's hard for me to give advice like Um, I would rather encourage that there is hope for you yet and um, stuff like that. I think that's perfect advice. And I I love that you changed that perspective from necessarily trying to um, give something to the one who needs deliverance, but those praying for that person. And I, my mind was even drawn to so many of the accounts with, with Jesus when he was healing those who were bound by evil spirits. It was a lot of the times their relatives or their friends that were bringing them to Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking on their behalf saying, can you, can you save my daughter? Can you heal her? Can you, um, you know, Ooh, cast yeah. this, these demons out of this person? It was someone else speaking on their behalf in many cases. And so I agree that's, let those people also be encouraged. They're the ones who are sober-minded and are seeking God and are saying, Lord, speak to me. So um, it's it's not for, for nothing, for sure. Yeah. And I know like a lot of young people listen to your scattered abroad. I can remember my college days, there being some shining lights around me. I can remember God's people being around me and, um, Uh, a couple of them kindly you know reaching out uh in specific ways and stuff like that uh I can remember that so I would want to encourage young people and college students or um you know whatever to, to be bold in their faith and reach out to those who are sitting in darkness um you know to be the light uh that they need because it's Christ in you you know it can be scary you can feel like oh you're gonna get rejected or whatever but I think that 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 does make a huge difference and a huge impact and stuff so 
That's beautiful advice. Um, I'm going to switch gears as I, as we come to a close, but I would like to give you some time to speak about any gifts that you have, um, gifts, talents that you had maybe all your life or that you later realized and how those talents have been developed to glorify God. If you could share a bit on that. I know you mentioned art, hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the direction, Monique. Yeah, art. Uh, it speaks so loud, you know, prayerfully trying to make artwork with a message in it of life and hope and light. And, you know, that it's ministering God's word through the visual arts and all the arts, even music, you know, I love music and everything. I love to like crank up some music and like worship the Lord with singing or even get like a little like dance going or something because how happy I will get in him but uh but um a lot of times people may not choose Christian music or even I mean if it has you know like something you have to like open it up and it may be playing and ministering in certain places um and stuff like that but artwork people usually take a second look at it you know um and everything if it's there they might be like huh what's that or whatever so god stirred that um in a few ways and me being at a frame shop there's several christian artists that come in and their work it's just powerful you know um i would like to use it more for sure that's awesome. What's your favorite medium to work with or like what type of art? Um, well, I, when I was younger, I was like uh, trained in oil painting a whole lot. And I do like it because it's really um, forgiving and uh, you can work it around and stuff like that. Um, I like it as just kind of a, I don't know, first love or whatever. But sometimes the process takes a long time. And uh, now I kind of am always constantly busy doing different things all day so sometimes it seems hard to start an oil painting and finish it my inspiration might change or I might lose heart in my subject or something like that so um, I've tried more recently more things with like acrylic or um, something that dries faster and stuff like that and uh it's not always that beautiful, you know, like sometimes it's a little like odd looking or there's some not imperfections about it. If you wanted to judge it from it's like, I don't know, accuracy or whatever. But um, I think more now than whenever I started learning how to paint or how to make artwork or how to uh, strive for like perfection and stuff like that. Now, I think that the message means a whole lot more to me than the perfection of what I think is perfect or whatever. So absolutely. And it's so beautiful as you were describing the oil and like the first thing you said was forgiving. And then you said, you know, it's malleable, it's workable. And I just was seeing so many parallels, I think with your story and with the oil painting. (laughs) I just want to leave um, you, Jess, and our listeners with this verse that came to mind um, from Philippians 1, 6. And it says, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
<laughs> Amen. So um, that's my prayer for both of us and for everyone who's listening, you know, that we would just hold on to God. And like you were saying, just trust him, just trust that he will reach us where we, where, where we are and won't let go. And it's just, I feel so blessed to hear this story, Jess, and, and to be a witness of, of who you are today, you know, and who, um, where God has brought you. It's, it's amazing, honestly. Any last thoughts before we pray? No, thank you, Monique. Of course. So um, with that, we can go ahead and close with a prayer. Father God, thank you, Lord, so much for this opportunity. Lord, we thank you for just, we thank you, God, for, for saving her from um, a, a path that externally and physically was dangerous and very well may not have had her here in our presence today. So I'm just so thankful, God, that you reached, Lord, to the uttermost through the hands of those who believed, through the hands of those who have faith and chose mm -hmm. to step out and minister to those who are sometimes forgotten and those who are just in places that are often shunned by other people. Lord, your angels mm -hmm. reached out and grabbed Jess and brought her to your altar, brought her to your mercy seat. And she was able to share this story with us today. God, I'm blessed. I'm encouraged. And I know that people listening are also feeling encouraged. We thank you, Lord, that no matter how much sin uh, is tainting our character, Lord, it, it matters a lot to you. And you will do everything in your power to help us, Lord, to be delivered. Thank you so much for giving just the confidence to come forward and share and for giving her such a love for you, Lord. Let her, to con let her continue to be a light to all those that she encounters and that her artwork would also be um, a blessing to all those who see it. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.